What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 843 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Friday. The week is now completely finished. And we are actually almost completely finished. we got to get through Friday, of course. But the weekend is upon us, guys. The sun is shining. It's about 75 degrees here in Boston. It feels like spring. Or, sorry, it feels like uh, summer, I should say. And we got a lot to get to today. I have a six-pack for you of MLB sweats, including three dogs. Let's see if we can get a couple dogs to bark here. Uh, and then also going to finish up the pod with two UFC plays. Biting! In the arena, a couple of really sharp data-driven plays that I'm excited to share with you. And hopefully we can build on UFC. I was actually disappointed Last week, there was no UFC, because if you remember the week before, we were 3-0 and with our UFC sweat. So a couple data-driven plays, some really sharp low bets, higher dollar uh, biters here that we can get down on. Now, looking back toward last night, guys, 2-2, two two, uh, minus 0.64 units. So we did get a couple epic walk-offs. Uh, you had the Twins and the Snakes, uh, both who were trailing and came back and won for us. So it's maybe that's our luck turning in MLB. Uh, nice little 2-0 in Major League Baseball. You may have added Toronto earlier in the day. I had Toronto as a sharp report play, so I got down on the Jays earlier. Now, that was the good the good news. Uh, nice 2-0 baseball or 3-0 if you had the Jays. What was annoying is the basketball. Uh, the WNBA play sailed over, so a sharp line move. Daniel Alvarez was with us. Uh, didn't matter. They went over the total, so a little frustrating here to start with WNBA. I'm 0-2 with my first WNBA play. Still going to bet some WNBA. Uh, but then also the Denver over in the uh, game one of the uh, NBA Finals last night because I don't know about you guys, but I just felt like, man, Miami, I know they shot 40% from the field, but so many bunnies, so many three-pointers that didn't hit. And it's like adding insult to injury that, you know, all these, uh, you know, roll guys go off against the Celtics, Duncan Robinson, Gabe Vincent, uh, Caleb Martin. Then you go to the finals and they become a pumpkin and none of them can hit a shot. So sadly couldn't get our overplay there. Uh, we're going to keep grinding. Again, if you had Toronto, you pretty much broke even yesterday. Well, let's see if we can grind out a profit on a big Friday steaming into the weekend. So as I mentioned, six Major League Baseball bets, three dogs, three favorites, 
And then we'll finish up the pod with two UFC plays, a pair of uh, UFC sharp data-driven uh, system matches here for tomorrow. Uh, with that being said, before we dive into our sweats, real quick housekeeping as always. I always want to kind of give you guys uh, new people listening to the pod, or maybe you have been a long-time listener. We're now on 843. Uh, pretty soon we'll be getting 1,000 1, pods if you can believe it. Uh, but anyway, I want to kind of give people, if they're listening or new or just want a refresher, some places to go after you listen to the pod or as you're listening to the pod, maybe you're on your computer, you want to search a couple links. Well, if you haven't done it yet, best and most easiest uh, easiest thing you can do to get more VEASAN in your life and stay tuned to the betting market is sign up for a free daily newsletter, the VEASAN Daily. All you got to do is go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit, boom. Uh, once you do that, you'll be signed up to our email listserv which means every morning moving forward, you'll wake up to the VEASAN Daily, uh, recapping the previous night's sweats, also uh, letting you know all about the big games for today and moving forward, and of course letting you know in particular what's going on in Las Vegas and at VEASAN. Uh, so today's newsletter had a recap of the Nuggets Game 1 performance, uh, also had a preview here of the Stanley Cup Finals. Andy McNeil has some player props that he likes. And then the NFL. The NFL season never sleeps. Steve Mackinnon has his favorite win totals. Michael Lombardi has a good article that just came out. Uh, and then also you get links to all of our articles, including my Sharp Report every day in MLB, Dave Tooley's takes. Dave does a great job with his plays and previewing the market. Also, we have some Illinois 300 betting preview if you want to get down on some race cars. Uh, and then we also have uh, NBA Finals from JBT and, uh, and the crew here, Zachary Cohen as well. So promos for legal sportsbooks, links to all of our articles, links to all of our podcasts, all included when you become a VEASAN uh, subscriber here to the newsletter, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, we'd love for you to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. If you go out to the bar tonight on a Friday night, you get a couple beers, tip the bartender, boom, you've probably spent more than 10 bucks. Uh, or you could spend that 10 bucks in addition to becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Only $9.99 for your first full month of service. Once you sign up, you will get every single best bet pick sent to your inbox multiple times throughout the day from all the guests and the hosts at VEASAN. You also get a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all the articles beyond the paywall, uh, as well as those great DraftKings percentages, letting you know bets and dollars on every single game. So that's uh, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And also add in, you'll get uh, one, one of my new favorite articles at VEASAN, Steve Mackinnon's bullpen rating system. He's been doing really well with that. I think it's kind of a nice little nugget of info that you can apply to your handicap. You also get that when you become a pro member. So VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Uh, and then also, finally, if you are uh, looking to support us on social media, stay tuned into the betting market. Uh, Twitter is a great resource here uh, for following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community, getting uh, injury in, in, uh, injury updates as soon as you can because they can move numbers as soon as they come out. Uh, well, Twitter is the place to do that. So make sure you follow at VEASAN Live, and you can follow me at Josh underscore Insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at VEASAN.com. So, after last night, nice little 2-0 and or 3-0 and if you had the Jays in baseball, we're going to start off with some baseball today, guys. My number one favorite sport, again, had a great April. I think we're up like 17 units. Uh, a very bad uh, very bad May. I think I was down like 25 units. So, let's see if we can uh, claw our way back here and have a good uh, a good uh, May or a good – what month are we in? I can't even keep track. Uh, June here. Uh, so, let's see if we can have a good day overall in, as we steam into the weekend. So, first play on the board for me. Kind of a fishy number here. It doesn't really make sense why this line is so high and why it's moving so much because uh, it's a team with the worst record and they're on the road. But I'm going to embrace this fishy side here. Give me the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, first play of the day, guys. Cardinals are on the road at the Pittsburgh Pirates. I kind of think it's a really fishy play here from the start because, number one, you know, St. Louis opened as low as a minus 125, minus 130 road favorite. 
Now they're up to minus 140. I see some shops even minus 145. So on the one hand, you know, why did St. Louis open as such a big, not a big favorite, you know, minus 120 isn't very big, but why do they open as a favorite? And why are they becoming more of a favorite? When basically they have the, the worst record of the two teams, Pirates are 28 and 27, one game above 500. St. Louis is 25 and 32, you know, what's that? Seven games below 500. Uh, also, you know, St. Louis has been a big loser this year. If you bet a hundred bucks in every Cardinals game, you're down a thousand dollars. You bet a hundred bucks in every uh, Pittsburgh game, you're up $500. So if Pittsburgh has the better record, they're at home and they've been the better bet this year, then why did the line open with the Cardinals favored? And now why is it being steamed up to become more of a favorite? I smell a rat here. It tells me smart money is going St. Louis, uh, Cardinals and uh, pirates here. They're split 50, 50, you got money line tickets right down the middle. However, 65% of dollars are on St. Louis, and that jives with this line move here toward the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals would match one system that I have, a road favorite who made the playoffs versus an opponent who did not. Those teams are 97 and 62, 61% this year with about a 3% ROI. Uh, pitching matchup is uh, Jack Flaherty, 3-4, 4 4.81 ERA versus uh, Roansny uh, Contreras, who's 3-4 with a 4.33 ERA. But a couple reasons to like St. Louis here. One, Slightly better hitters, hitting 253 versus 245, uh, but also a rest advantage. The Cardinals, believe it or not, I don't know how they the schedule you know this happened basically, but they've had two days off. Uh, they haven't played since the 30th, whereas uh, Pittsburgh had one day off. They played on the 31st, so uh, an extra two days of rest there for St. Louis that might really be a big advantage for them here. They have the fresher bullpen, also with Steve Mackinnon's power ratings, uh, they have the better bullpen overall. And also Flaherty, uh, home versus road. At home, ironically, he's not very good. 6.12 ERA on the road, 3.82 ERA. And he's coming off a really good start against Cleveland. It was a 2-1 to -one win. He went seven innings, only gave up one run. Meanwhile, Contreras, in the month of May, he had an ERA of 5.18. And Pittsburgh went 0-5 in those games. So maybe it's just a good matchup here, Flaherty versus Contreras. We have a big rest advantage, better hitters. Uh, decent system match here, 50-50 bet split. Line shouldn't move at all yet. We're seeing this line creep up to St. Louis because they're getting two-thirds of money. I'm going Cardinals here, guys. Give me the cards. I got the cards at minus 140. Next bet on the day. I'm betting against my Red Sox. Give me the Rays here, guys. This was a morning bets pod play. Uh, hopefully you're able to get Tampa at minus 130 because I now see them minus 135, minus 140. So this line continues to grow in favor of Tampa. Good sign here if you bet them earlier in the day because it tells you that the market is continuing to move in favor of the Rays. Uh, but I like him here still. If you are only getting a minus 135, um, again, you might have gotten a better number earlier. But anyway, the Rays, 40 and 18, uh, they think you're kind of buying low. They just dropped two or three at the Cubbies. They did win the finale in that game as a minus 140 road favorite. They won it four to three. Red Sox avoided a sweep. They just dropped two or three, though, against the Reds. 29 and 27. I'm going to have to sweat my Red Sox over 78 and a half win total all year long. I feel like they're going to be... You know, hovering around 500 all year, they're going to make me sweat. But anyway, uh, they did win the series finale last night, 8-2, to two, as a minus-170 home favorite. Tonight's pitching matchup, you have Tyler Glass now. I love this kid, but he's been hurt a while. He's only making his second start of the year. He's 0-0 with a 6.23 ERA. Red Sox are going with Garrett Whitlock, who's 2-2 two two with a 5.14 ERA. Well, reason why I like the Rays in this spot, a couple reasons. Number one, they open as low as, like, minus-120. Now you're in the... This morning, I got them at minus 130. Now they're up to minus 135, minus 140. So you've seen pretty consistent movement in favor of Tampa Bay here. Now they're getting 70% of bets, but 80% of dollars. So it tells you, again, public play, where public just says, hey, Rays are amazing. They're 40 and 18. They're laying a short number. You might as well play them. 
Whereas wise guys said, hey, you know, that's kind of irrelevant. It's more of how they've capped this number based on their power ratings. They said probably, hey, raise should be close to minus 130, minus 135. When they opened minus 120, that was an action, excuse me, an actionable discrepancy play uh, to bet Tampa Bay. Uh, also, Tampa does have a rest advantage. Uh, the Rays were off yesterday while the Red Sox played at home against the Reds. In that spot, Tampa, after a day off, they're 5-0 and this season. So they've done well here when they have some extra rest. The Rays are 36-15 and as a favorite. They're 31-15 and against righties. So they've done well as a favorite. They've done well against righties. Um, I'd also keep an eye out for the total in this one. It was pretty juiced up over, 9 over, minus 115, minus 120. Looks like it may be creeping up uh, to 9.5. I can tell you it's a beautiful day in Boston. Um, but we might have some uh, rain later today, so keep an eye on the weather here. But the total uh, is getting 65% of bets to the over, but 89% of money to the over. And when two AL East teams play uh, play each other, the over is 31 and 15, 67%. The over, meanwhile, at Fenway is 20 and 8, 71%. That's the best over stadium in baseball. So I was kind of intrigued by that over, but I got to pounce on Tampa Bay, guys. Really good team at a really low number, even though it's ticked up a little bit. Still going to back the Rays here. Again, you might have gotten a minus 130 earlier today for morning bets or the sharp report. Now you're looking at around minus 135 for the Market Insights pod. But let's go Rays, baby. Uh, keep on cruising. One more bet for you, then we'll take a break. So we'll cut our six-pack right in half, and then uh, we'll save three more after the break, as well as finishing up the pod with two UFC data-driven biting plays in the arena. So here's one of my favorite plays of the day. Uh, I think you got a good number if you were able to play this earlier on the Morning Bets pod. Uh, doesn't mean I'm going to bet you know five units on this one and one unit on every other bet. It's always one unit per play. Uh, but I like this angle to back the Texas Rangers here. Walker, Texas Ranger. Now, I got the Rangers at plus 105 this morning. I'm feeling pretty good because this line is getting down to a pick em, guys. Uh, this is Seattle at Texas. Uh, you saw this line open, Seattle minus 120. Now Seattle's all the way down to, like, minus 110, minus 107. We're basically trending down to a pick em after Seattle opened as a short favorite. So you've seen the Texas Rangers go from, like, plus 110, now all the way down to a pick em. So real good movement here in favor of uh, Texas. Now, Seattle uh, just lost 2-3 or three against the Yankees. They did win the finale yesterday, though, as a minus-135 home favorite. They're 29-27 and 27 on the year. Texas, meanwhile, they've been a really good surprising team here. Uh, they're 35-20. and 20. They've won two of their last three uh, against Detroit. They did lose the finale 3-2 as a minus-160 road favorite. But they're 9-3, and three, their last uh, 12 games. Pitching matchup, Luis Castillo, 4-2, 2.69 ERA for the Mariners facing John Gray, who's 5-1 in the 2.81 ERA. But aside from the line move toward Texas, uh, this is kind of a classic angle for me. Now, you don't have the high total, but this is a divisional dog with a line move in their favor. Inside the division, you see teams really bark louder as a dog because of the built-in familiarity. It levels the playing field, basically creates uh, more uh, upset opportunities, and therefore provides added value to, to back the dog getting plus money. So if you look at home divisional dogs this year, they're 51-52. and 52. Only 49, almost 50%, but the ROI is almost 8%. So this has been that spot, that home divisional dog. Uh, really banking on Texas, uh, their bats, they're hitting 272, one of the best hitting teams this year, uh, versus 228 for Seattle. Texas, meanwhile, is 16-8 and eight at home. They're 11-9 and nine as a dog, so they have a winning record as a dog. That's hard to do because uh, you're expected to lose when you're a dog. And against righties, they're 24-14. and 14. Uh, So they're in that spot tonight, dog against a righty at home. Meanwhile, um, Gray has been really good in May. In five starts, he has a 1.95 ERA. Texas went 5-0 and in those games. And then if you look at Castillo, 
Uh, on the year, he's got a 2.69 ERA, but in May, his ERA in five starts was 3.72, and he's got a 1.89 ERA at home, really good, but on the road, he's on the road tonight, he's got a 5.06 ERA. Uh, Texas, meanwhile, did take two or three against Seattle, the earlier uh, series that they played in Seattle. So uh, this is a really sharp line move to Texas. A couple good system matches. Going to lean on the bats here of the Rangers. I got the Rangers at plus 105. Now shop around. See if you can get maybe a minus 102, minus 103, because this thing is uh, dropping down basically to a pick em, which is great news as Texas continues to take in a lot of sharp money. Uh, we're going to take a very, very short break, guys. We're halfway through our six-pack of MLB sweats on a big Friday. We're going to come back and finish up with three more MLB uh, system matches. And then we're going to get to what I always love to do on a Friday. I wait for John Ewing to blow up my inbox uh, with a nice, beautiful, uh, it's almost like an Excel spreadsheet where it gives me all the, the biting matchups with the bets and dollars and the line moves. And I wait for that email. And then I look for one specific thing. Now, if you've bet UFC with me before, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, I'll explain it to you here when we come back after the break. So don't go anywhere. Going to finish up strong with three more MLB bets and then two UFC plays here, biting in the octagon as we wrap up episode 843 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast on a big Friday with your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We will be right back. The NBA and NHL Finals are the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Episode 843 of the VEASAN Market Insights pod on a big Friday. Yesterday, good baseball day. Hopefully it's a sign of a, uh, again, the ups and downs of baseball. you got to get used to them, but hopefully maybe the start of a hot streak here. Knock on wood, because we were 2-0 and with the Twins and the Snakes. A couple huge comebacks, and maybe you added Toronto earlier in the day. Unfortunately, not so great in the NBA and WNBA 0-2. So we continue to grind as we creep into the weekend here today, guys. Uh, but anyway, start of the pod. Uh, mentioning six MLB plays for today. I'm on the Cardinals at minus 140. I am on the Tampa Bay Rays at minus 130. That was a morning bets pod play, now minus 135. And I'm on the Rangers at plus 105. Now they're around like minus 102, minus 105, something like that. Uh, but we got four more. Uh, so next one up here, I'm going to fade Otani at my own will, at my own discretion. Uh, but I'm going to take the uh, Houston uh, Astros here tonight. Astros are at home against the LA Angels, and this is my angle here, a fade the trendy dog play. So you saw Houston win yesterday. Uh, Houston won 5-2. to two. They're like a minus 140 home favorite. For tonight's pitching matchup, obviously it's Otani, 5-1, 2.91 ERA against Framber Valdez, who's 5-4 with a 2.38 ERA. And, of course, you know, when you are looking at the most popular plays of the day, typically it's the big-name stars, the big-name pitchers that attract the most action. So this is the most heavily bet game of the night. And guess what? Everybody and their mother is on Otani here. Now, it's not, like, insanely uh, public here. Like, according to our VEASAN bet splits, you're getting about 65% of bets on the Angels. But you guys know when you become a dog or when you are a dog and you become very, very popular, those are the trendy dogs that we like to bet against here. So I think there's value to back Houston, actually, at home in a really contrarian spot in a fade-the-trendy-dog angle. Uh, this And the other reason for it is the line really hasn't moved at all. You know, you've opened Houston around a minus-130 home favorite they pretty much stayed minus 130 let me ask you this if everyone and their mother is on the angels and otani tonight getting like plus 120 plus 115 then why are the odds makers you know basically uh, not moving the line toward the angels they're keeping it right where it's at that tells me that they don't want to adjust this number downward and give out uh you know more plus money here to the angels they want to keep it right where it's at they're still making you pay a minus 130 on houston even though everyone's betting otani so right off the bat that was kind of an indicator to me that even though, you know, everyone at the bar tonight is sweating Otani, it's more the wise guys here who are getting down on Houston. Um, also, uh, if you look at uh, a couple things here. So, uh, number one, uh, Houston would also have value as a uh, favorite low total. So, total in this one is 7.5. Uh, I do see a couple of shops that are juicing up the under here. But fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely to come from that better team, which would be Houston in this situation. Uh, also, Steve Mackinnon's power ratings uh, for the bullpen. Uh, Houston's got one of the best pens, knock on wood, plus 23. That may not mean anything to you, but I actually tweeted out uh, a link to Steve's bullpen rating system. And basically, the higher the plus number, the better. So that's one of the best bullpens in baseball. Uh, if you look at L.A., they're just plus two. So huge advantage in the pen. Better team ERA, 3.23 versus 4.25. Houston in this spot, done very well. They're 23-17 and 17 as a favorite. They're 23-18 and 18 against righties. 
and they're 16 and three at home. Meanwhile, the Angels, they're just six and nine against lefties. It doesn't sound that bad, but against righties, they're 24 and 19. So they've been better against righties than they have lefties. Unfortunately for them, they're facing lefty here tonight. And they're facing a guy, Framber Valdez, who's, who's I'm, I'm pretty high on. You know, this guy isn't going to blow you away with velocity, but he's got really good command. He's got really good control. He's tough to hit. Uh, and in the month of May, he has an ERA of 2.18. Meanwhile, one thing I noticed about Otani, uh, home road. At home, Otani's got a 2.31 ERA. On the road, 3.81. So this is a Houston team that just got Jose Altuve back, really lengthens their lineup with Altuve hitting leadoff. I think he's a very good low price and a good fade the trendy dog spot to back Houston at home at a short number and fade Otani and fade the public. So I'm going with the Strohs here, guys. Shop around. I got the Strohs at minus 130. Next bet for you. Got a couple dogs here to finish off the night. I'm going back to the well with the Snakes, baby. Snakes are in a huge spot here tonight at home against uh, Atlanta. Uh, I was obviously sweating the, uh, the Snakes yesterday, and they just kept you know fighting and fighting, and they couldn't break through. And then I actually had to go, uh, had to go uh, meet my fiance uh, and help her out with something. And I, I, I basically had to leave. They were down, I think they're down one run in the eighth. Uh, and I'm like, oh man, this ain't good. Are they really gonna lose to Colorado? And then what happens? I open up my uh, my app after I pick up the fiance. Boom! I see that they won on a walk off by Corbin Carroll, who, by the way, I have a plus 300 ticket for uh, uh, NL Rookie of the Year on. So I love seeing Carroll get it done there. Uh, but anyway, looking to see if they can cash for me as a dog tonight. Uh, they're at home against the Braves, as I mentioned. But this is a very sharp play here to Arizona. Uh, Public's all over the uh, the Atlanta, Fal- Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta uh, Braves. The Braves opened as around a minus 130 road favorite. Now they're down to minus 115. So if two-thirds of bets are on Atlanta, why is this line dropping away from Atlanta toward Arizona? Again, tells me respect the money here is going with the Snakes. They're only getting 35% of bets, but 50% of money. So that kind of jives with the line move toward Arizona. It's a really sharp reverse line move in favor of the, the Diamondbacks. Pitching matchup hopefully favors Arizona. Uh, Charlie Morton, ageless wonder, 5-5, five and five, 3.59 ERA. He's been pretty good overall. Um, however, Merrill Kelly has been better. 6-3 uh, and three with a 2.83 ERA. He's actually got an even lower ERA in May, 2.59. Arizona's won five straight games, so hopefully bringing some momentum. They have the better bats, hitting 262 versus 256. Also, dog high total. Total in this game is 9. Uh, actually, some shops are juiced up like going to 9.5 here. But more expected run scored, more variance, more upset opportunities, benefits the dog. Uh, bullpen rating, plus 6 versus plus 2 in favor of Arizona. Uh, and also, you're kind of in just this classic bet against the public, you know, kind of short dog becoming a shorter dog in favor of the Snakes here. So I'm going to back Arizona. I think it's an obvious play to take Atlanta, big public team. We're seeing this line drop toward the Snakes. I got Arizona guys at plus 105. Let's see if they can come through with a little plus money tonight. And then last play of the night. I got to take a plus 140 here, guys, on the Baltimore Orioles. Give me the O's. Late night against San Francisco. Now, I'm not going to call this the sharpest play in the world. To me, it's a value play. And again, you got to kind of know the distinction. You know, to be sharp, we always talk about it, but, uh, you know, being sharp is, you know, a steam move, a reverse line move, a little bit higher dollars discrepancy, a line freeze, a 50 50 move. There's different ways to identify sharp action. This one doesn't have a ton of those, but to me, it's a value play on a really good team at a number that I think is just way too high. Uh, so I'm going to go Baltimore o- Orioles here at plus 140. They're on the road. It's a late night game, 10-15 at San Francisco. Uh, interleague matchup. So you have Baltimore uh, going with Dean Kramer, who's 5-2 with a 4.58 ERA against Logan Webb, who's 4-5 with a 2.75 ERA. 
So probably the reason why San Fran is, you know, a minus 150 favorite, minus 155, is obviously, you know, Webb's been good and they're at home. Totally get it. Uh, but Baltimore, to me, this is a good flyer play. Uh, Baltimore, as we know, uh, has been great. You know, they let me down the other day when their bullpen couldn't stop. Uh, the Guardians couldn't stop a nosebleed. But they're 35 and 21. $100 better is up $1,000 betting the O's every day. So at that price, plus 140, definitely worthwhile. Uh, but also, um, the Baltimore Orioles in this spot in particular. Now, they just lost 2-3 uh, against Cleveland. Again, lost yesterday 12-8, minus 105 home dog. But in this spot, the Orioles off a loss. I think this speaks to their kind of just, you know, flush it, get a bad game out of your system, and just, you know, you know set your sights on the next one. I think it kind of speaks to their personality. Uh, the Orioles off a loss this year are 14-6, and 70%. Also, American League East teams against non-American League East teams the AL East is the best team in baseball. Every team is above 500. When they play a team that's outside their division, they're 121 and 70, 63% with a 10% ROI. So that would also match uh, with um, with Baltimore. And also, we really haven't seen the line move. Now it's basically 50-50 tickets, so the line really has no reason to be adjusted here. But at least Baltimore is not a trendy dog getting like 80% of bets. That's one thing I was a little concerned about. Uh, but also Dean Kramer, five and two, 4.58 ERA. But in May. Uh, he's made five starts. The O's are four and one in those games, and he's got a 2.45 ERA. Now, kind of backing up Baltimore in this uh, kind of value play situation, they're 14 and 12 as a dog. You know, winning record as a dog again—that that's pretty impressive. Uh, they're 20 and 13 against righties, and they're 18 and nine on the road. So after dropping two or three at home against Cleveland, maybe this is a good spot for Baltimore to go out west uh, and play well on the road, which is what they've done. Uh, then San Fran, they're just 12 and 15 as a favorite. You know, on the one hand, if you're a winning record as a dog, that's impressive. When you're a losing record as a favorite, that just tells you they don't come to play when they should. 12 and 15, and they're only 18 and 22 against righties. So this is kind of a spot to uh, back Baltimore at a really good payout here uh, versus uh, versus betting against uh, the San Francisco Giants here, who haven't come through uh, nearly enough as a favorite or against righties. So I'm going Baltimore here, guys. Shop around. Uh, I got the O's at plus 140. So Orioles, plus 140. Uh, Snakes, plus 105. Houston, minus 130. Texas, again, now around even money. Tampa Bay, minus 135. And St. Louis at minus 140. Can we get four or more of those? That would be nice. Now to finish up the pod here, guys, going to flip over to Biting in the arena. A little bit of UFC. So, again, I always uh, joke about uh, kind of my system match here, you know, I'm not gambling, Lou. I'm not Reed Kuhn. They're the experts when it comes to betting UFC. But as a data-driven better, I've kind of developed my own system. I'm not breaking. I'm not reinventing the wheel, you know. But it's something that's been decent for me. So what I like to do is basically combine the betting market with you know physical and youth advantages. So what I mean by that is I'm looking for fighters who are younger, taller, have a longer reach. So the physical, and then also um, the betting market's in your favor. So a line move or a low bets, higher dollar bet discrepancy. So I joked before the break that, you know, Hey, every Friday morning, I know I'm, I'm going to get that email from my buddy, John Ewing, uh, letting me know, uh, the breakdowns, the splits for all the, for all the bouts here, for all the fights. Uh, so I always look for two things. I look for line moves and I look for low bets, higher dollars. So there's two that really jumped out to me uh, for this weekend. So the first one is Tim Elliott. I'm going to go Tim Elliott here, Tim Elliott, uh, is fighting Victor Altamirano. Uh, I got Tim Elliott at minus 180. Now, Tim Elliott, um, the one thing he doesn't have is he doesn't this. I don't love this. It's not a perfect bet. He's 36. His opponent's 32. They're both 5'7". 
He's got a 67-inch reach. His opponent's 69. So, basically, he's a little bit older. Um, he's basically the same height, and he's got a shorter reach. So, he doesn't have the younger, taller, longer reach. He doesn't have, you know, ideally what I'm looking for. But there are other factors, and he's got a really sharp bet split. So, maybe, you know, the betting market, the wise guys, they like him in this matchup, you know, specifically. Aside from not having maybe some of these physical advantages. So, he opened at minus 160, Tim Elliott. Now, he's minus 180. So 20 cent steam move in his favor. Now he's only getting 48% of bets, but 74% of the money. So that's basically contrarian, less than half the tickets, but you know almost three out of four dollars are on Elliott. So it tells me a really sharp, uh, you know, low bets, high dollar bet discrepancy play in favor of Elliott. And then also I was kind of reading up on this fight, uh, but Elliott, this is kind of fascinating here. Um, he was part of the Kraus gym. Now if you guys remember, there was an article. It was kind of a scandal. I think this guy Kraus. It was either him or somebody in his camp. They were betting on uh, bouts, and they got in trouble, and they got blackballed from the UFC. So Elliott was kind of wrapped up in a betting scandal inadvertently. Uh, and then also I was reading this. This stinks. His wife cheated on him with, like, one of his friends. So Elliott, to me, is going to come out really pissed off, you know, with the betting scandal, with the wife cheating on him. Again, these are supplementary things. They may not seem like a big deal, but is this the reason why you're seeing a lot of money back Elliott here? Is he going to come out like a house of fire? Maybe that's part of it. But then also this guy, uh, Victor Altamirano, he's kind of, I was reading about him. He's inexperienced. He, um, he fought two months ago, so he's in kind of a really quick turnaround and he doesn't have much experience here against experienced fighters. So, um, to me, this is a good spot just data wise to back Elliott. Maybe the other factors are worth a, you know, mention as well. Uh, but I like this really sharp line move toward Tim Elliott. So I'm on Tim Elliott at minus 180. And then the other bet, I'm going with Kareen Silva. I got Kareen Silva at minus 220, a little bit higher of a, a price here. But I couldn't ignore this sharp line move in her favor. Kareen Silva went from minus 165 to minus 220 against Ketlen Souza. Uh, so we got a sharp line move to Silva. Silva's also getting 56% of bets, so slight public but 85% of the money. So really good low bets, higher dollar bet split. Again, just slightly half, more than half the tickets, but a ton of the money here. Uh, I was reading about Silva. They call her killer. She's won six straight. Uh, she's a veteran of the UFC. Her opponent, uh, and also Silva is Brazilian. I know it's kind of like a, kind of a weird thing to mention, but a lot of the fighters, the best fighters come from Brazil. They have kind of a history of, of really producing great fighters. Her opponent, Souza, is making her UFC debut. So could the, could the lights be too bright? For Souza, I think that could be part of it. Also, she I was think she's a late replacement. Silva was supposed to fight someone else, and now Souza's stepping in. So it's kind of a tough spot for Souza in her debut at, in the UFC. Uh, now, Silva is 29. Souza is 28. So Silva is one year older. But Silva is an inch taller, or sorry, two inches taller, 5'4 versus 5'2, and she's got a four-inch reach advantage, 67 inches versus 63. So she's checking off quite a few boxes. Line move, low bets, higher dollars. Not the younger, but you do have the taller and longer reach. So I'm going uh, Kareen Silva at minus 220 and Tim Elliott at minus 180. And again, every play, whether it's UFC, again, it could be a money line, it could be a spread, it can be a total, it can be a future. I'm always risking one unit. It's bet trist versus bet to win. Uh, so I'm not risking 2.2 units on Silva to win one. I'm risking my one unit, trying to get a little less than a half unit back. But let's go Silva. Let's go Elliott. That about does it for today's VSIN Market Insights Podcast, episode 843 on a big Friday here, guys. Uh, reminder, if you enjoy the pod, if it's helped you to cash some tickets, if it's helped you to become a little bit sharper, if you've 
maybe incorporated some things into your own handicap now, whether it's going contrarian, betting against the public, looking at percentages, looking at line moves, looking at system matches, fading trendy dogs, looking to dog to fave line moves, um, whatever the case may be. Maybe bankroll management uh, tips have helped you out. Maybe you're uh, becoming more disciplined. You're limiting your plays. You're betting to risk versus betting to win. You're uh, you're avoiding parlays, which is just a huge, uh, huge thing you should do because you bet too many parlays, the books are going to make get rich off of you, and you're not going to get rich. You're going to get poor. So flat betting to me is the way to go. But if any of, of the pods, whether it's Market Insights, Morning Bets, the Sharp Reports, my VEASAN appearances, if any of that has helped you along in your sports betting journey or you just want to make my day, let me know you appreciate the hard work that I put in. Hell, I got my wedding. Uh, coming up here, July 30th. So give me a wedding present by buying my book and buying one for a friend. Support the team. Uh, it would mean a lot to me, guys. Got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you want to pick one up, it would mean a lot. If you already have, seriously, thank you. I do appreciate it. I really do. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, at the Encore uh, Boston Harbor Casino, Plain Ridge Park Casino, MGM Springfield, out in New York, breaking hail records every day. And I actually wanted to mention this, guys. Uh, I wanted to give a shout-out uh, to my state, baby, Massachusetts, because I actually uh, retweeted this from Ben Fox. Uh, he tweeted this out with the, uh, the um, top 10 U.S. states for betting money wagered in April. New York was $1.55 billion, so New York continues to be the only state over a billion. New Jersey, $834 million. Nevada, $598 million. But guess who came in fourth place, cracking the top five for the very first time? Massachusetts, baby! $579 million, over half a billion dollars here. Massachusetts. They outpaced Pennsylvania, Ohio, Virginia, Michigan, Maryland, Indiana, all these states with way bigger populations. But us crazy sports fans, sports bettors, we came to play here in the month of April. So shout out to Massachusetts uh, for uh, for being pretty pretty good bettors here in the month of April. Uh, but then, of course, out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point. Sweating Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa with your feet in the pool at Stadium Swim and a Sharp Contrarian ticket in one hand and a pina colada in the other, getting a victory burger with waffle fries at the end of the night inside in front of the big screen or the Mandalay Bay, or the Superbook, my two other favorite books anytime I visit Vegas. You can toss aside those tickets in, in, uh, in basketball last night, sadly, but show me some baseball winners last night. Show me a Twins comeback winner, a Snakes comeback winner, or hopefully you had Toronto early in the day as well. Show me a, a Jays ticket. Guess what? First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. Sweat Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. So wish you the best of luck, everyone. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend as well. Remember, no pods on the weekend, but I will be putting out my Sharp Report as always. No days off with the Sharp Report, uh, so you can check out some uh, Sharp plays for MLB uh, for both Saturday and Sunday. Just make sure uh, you are signed up for the newsletter, vcin.com slash newsletter. You'll see it in, the, uh, in your inbox in the morning. But have a great weekend, everyone. Have a great Friday. We'll be back at it on Monday. Let's see if we can have a good weekend, everyone. Uh, but seriously, enjoy the good weather and, uh, and enjoy your Friday night. Enjoy your weekend. Good luck, everyone. I will see you back on Monday. As always, do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Have a great day, everybody.
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.